There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just when I was saying to Don that um, Bo and Chance should start a podcast. Well, they were saying they should start a podcast and I was like, they should. They'll be the next Ryan, right? Because like YouTube's passe now, right? Everybody has a YouTube channel. Right, whereas not everybody has a podcast. Anyway, then there was an article probably in The Guardian, right? Because that's all I read now. Since my financial time subscription expired. And there was an article in The Guardian about kids who podcast. And I was like, oh, I'll read this now. Well, let me tell you, it was not what, not without my sister. They were like, we'll call it not without my brother, right? Which is adorable. Oh, Bo goes, we'll call it not with, I mean, obviously I'm out of the loop because we'll call it not without my sister. Were you not there for this conversation? Yeah, and he goes, we'll call it not without my brother. It can be a, an LBD or something, not a little black dress, but it was like acronym for a spin-off from something. And I was like, what the hell? How does my feckin' nine-year-old know? All? This morning he says to me in the car, um, he goes, did you know, mom, that, oh yeah, I gave him a kiss and we both got an electric shock right on yeah. our lips. And I said, oh, oh. geez, you gave me an electric shock. And he goes, did you know that if you rub your feet on a carpet, you can, uh, I don't know, generate an electric spark. And I said, do you know how you do that? Yeah, it's because of the friction. And I'm like, how does he know this? I was flashing back to like myself in first class. I feel like I was like, Barbie. Well, nine is third class, to be fair. Well, whatever. Like, yeah, third class. You know, the other day I had to ask him what grade he was in and he was horrified. He was so (laughs) offended. Anyway, um, this article in The Guardian with kids who podcast, it was like seven-year-old Amelie from Southern Paris. Notting Hill. No, uh, talks about nuclear fission in a way that kids can understand. No way. I'm not even joking. I was like, as I read through it, my heart was sinking. I was like, mm. I should actually listen to that. Maybe I'd understand nuclear fission. <laughs> and she's like, I might take a break because I'm, I'm, I've been doing this hardcore for three years. I might take a break now and focus on being in first class. I mean, I'm not even joking. Oh, I hate young overachievers. No, I do. I really, I really, I think it's because I, I hoped, I aspired to be one. And now that I'm nearly 40, I'm realizing it's too late. <laughs> Thirty-eight. Okay, I mean, you're not going to be forty. Your grand, don't let mom in your head. This is what happens. 
Speaking of which, this is like a throwback to our very first episode, Not Without Our Mother. This is Not Without My Sister. And today we're going to talk about our mother who's visiting and who we love so much. Our parents. Today is Not Without Our Parents. Dad has been on his feet since they arrived a week ago. Cooking. God, I'm actually shocked. Dad has been on his feet since he arrived. Yeah, he has. And he's been cooking nonstop. And I gave him the challenge, which you know he would love because our father has never met a recipe that he wouldn't like to add a random ingredient to. He's even famed for this with my with, our, with the children. Ingredients. The other day he says, uh, what was I making and I didn't have? Oh, yeah. Yesterday we were making a curry and we didn't have any coconut paste. Now, there actually isn't technically coconut paste or milk in this curry that they make, the one from our aunt in Kenya. They put all the dry ingredients in, you know, cook it for a while, let them... Whatever. Isn't there cream of coconut or something? I have like shredded coconut, but I hate coconut. No, no, apart not from the that. Milk. I don't think there's anything in it. Anyway, and then I don't even know, but like there's no, it's far from coconut milk, he's heard. Anyway, I open the press and I go, oh, there's like coconut tom thing pie soup or something, right? I don't know what it was called. Okay. Yeah. And dad, and like it, it literally says, made from coconut milk, sweet potato, carrot, shiitake mushrooms. The shiitake mushrooms would put you off slimy. Yeah. Right. And, uh, Dad goes, throw that in. Throw in the oh, two of listen. them. I was like, absolutely not. He's never met a can he wouldn't like to throw into a stew or curry or bolognese or something. But yeah. I did give him the challenge because I'm sick and tired of going into those presses and looking at the quinoa from, I probably need to throw, it's probably not even good anymore. From oh, Quinoa doesn't go off. 2012. I'll take that from you. I'll actually take the dishoom ingredients from you because I keep thinking I should make something from dishoom. But remember, I ordered them all to your house. You absolutely won't. You haven't used them since. I literally yesterday looked up recipes for oh. Indian flour. I'm not even joking. Whatever it's go called. Go on. Pat, patak, patak, whatever go it's called. Go on. I'll tell you what I'll give you. I'll give you the massive big jar of Crisco or suet that I have in the fridge that I bought for the mince pies. I don't think I want that. Go on anyway. So you gave dad the task. So I said to dad, here's the challenge. I said, I want you to use every morning. I haven't done it yet, but because we've been eating delicious food so far. But every morning I'm going to come out and I'm going to take two things out of the press. Now, just the dry stuff. Like I'm happy to replenish. Just like ready, steady cook. Yes. I still love that. Yeah, me too. I'm happy to replenish. Oh, my children have a great uh, affinity for these cooking cookery shows too. Maybe it's actually human behavior. Maybe it's actually normal. (laughs) I mean, they are very popular. Anyway, I'm going to put them on the cupboard on the island I'm going to say dad make something delicious and then I'm going to obviously make sure that it is delicious because he's going because he's been threatening that ham casserole they made and that they love mom says it's delicious but I am not sure if she's just being contrary sorry have you not had it you have had it 100% oh yeah sorry yeah we were all forced to have it last Christmas I had it before you had it I I was forced to have it and And you were obviously too polite because dad was like everybody loved this no I said thanks that wouldn't be my favourite and I said make it for Rosemary for tomorrow so they did (laughs) oh you absolute bitch it was literally okay it was like if you got so it was the ham from Christmas that he'd cut into very unappetizing cubes like very square edges oh, that right was, that, was that was part, part of it part. that was part of it honestly that was really <laughs> off-putting like they really they were and they were tiny little oh, squares stop, as well stop it was like the little ham you'd get in the jambon from spa oh, from the deli counter and I quite oh. like those jambons but like not like this anyway jambon is it not called hambon <laughs> I challenge you to go into a deli counter in Ireland and ask for a jambon I will <laughs> I used to work in the deli counter in Spar. I know it's a jambon. Jambon? Is that not like a j- <laughs> So not made out of jam. Seriously. No, the Beatrice. confusion here as well. Do you want a jam sandwich? They're like, no, I want a jelly sandwich. Oh, stop. I Don't know. even get me started on the jelly. Anyway, so it's ham in tiny little cubes. And then God knows what else. Some kind of gelatinous. There's definitely some cornstarch in there to make it very like stodgy. Isn't there cheese sauce in it? Allegedly. Oh yeah. It's a kind of, 
You make a roux, Beatrice. Or sorry, uh, <sighs> as you would say, a roux. Or you'd say a roux. Yeah, you make a roux and then you add a whole load. And dad just was like, oh, we'll add like asparagus and we'll add this vegetable and that vegetable. And it was just like, I mean, I don't even need to say it, it was very chunky and then gelatinous. It was just so slimy and kind of semi watery. Like the consistency was horrendous. And he's made it several times since. And Beatrice, not only has he made it several times since, they made it recently for friends who were visiting. actually got a mad twitch in my eye there when I opened them to like exclaim I, upon how gross. And I said to him, I was like, oh, you're making that for visitors. That's interesting. And I was like, what else are you having? And he was like, we have the egg salmon starter cooling in the fridge. Can you imagine a more Sadly, grotesque I can. combination? I've eaten that egg salad, egg salmon thing. And I have to oh. say, it's like, it's kind of like I taste it and I go, oh, it's not that bad. And then I go, I might vomit. And I go, hmm. It's actually not that bad, but like it's this weird like pendulum swing between smoked salmon and egg. It's actually all right. I think he's very heavy handed with the sauces and the mayonnaises though. So like that's part of everything. I don't even mind that. I prefer if it just tasted like pure mayonnaise. But we're going to make people get sick. This is like the opposite of ASMR. Back to the great idea that you had to get Chef Dad in there. This is a disaster, actually. He's going to be making ham casseroles left, right, and centre. No, it's good. You're to be, getting him to empty out your cupboards. I need basically. him to, yeah, because I mean, recently I had to give, I had to throw out a to- load of tins, a load of tins, a load of tins of like, you know, kidney beans, all these things that I have. I re, I said to Don the other day when I was a student or when I was in my early twenties, like you know, living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. or even now, honestly. But I was like, I bought things as I needed them. You know, or I thought mm-hmm. more planfully about the week ahead. Whereas now I'm like, I have to have these in case, you know, with the pandemic, I can never get out again. In case I've watched so many zombie shows, there's a zombie apocalypse. You know, I need all these dried goods in there. In case there's a zombie apocalypse and I'm really out of kidney beans. Well, I mean, they're think no, but like they're not fresh. I know. You know yeah, yeah. Non-perishable. Yes, they're non-perishable. Exactly, stupid idiot. So anyway, I was like, but then I'm looking at these non-perishable goes, I don't want to eat them. But he did mention that he made a very delicious, tasty soup the other day with lentils in them. I have a ton of lentils back there. I have a ton mm. of like dried soups and stuff. And I'm sure they're all nice. I just, they're not the first thing I go to. So I was like, they can be the first thing dad goes to. I'd be very sceptical about dad's lentil soup now, but I'd say it's more delicious. power to you. I'd be more sceptical about your stuffing soup, in fairness. That was horrific. Listen, I'm, I'm not claiming to be a great chef like dad. I think that it sounded awful. quite nice. I think maybe, maybe you were a bit heavy handed on the... Sage. On the herbs, I was going to say. Do you remember that time you made me the bolognese and it was delicious, but I was like, there was like just a whack too much of dried dried herbs. Do you remember? No, I don't remember you I, ever saying that to I me. Absolutely I absolutely said that I, It was delicious. I said it was just like a little bit too much of the Italian herbs. I don't know why I'm doing this with my fingers. She's making I'm, a very Italian gesture. Very, tre italiano. Molto italiano. Tre italiano. Tre isn't even correct. Anyway. anyway, mom and dad are here and we're really enjoying them. I am having a great time. They've been here for a week. They're here for another six weeks. And last night, mom very sternly closed the door, the bedroom door for the two boys and gave them a talking to that when we'll they... Well, closed the door with her in the bedroom, right? Yeah, with her in the oh, bedroom because yeah. I went in to say goodnight and she's like, excuse me, I'm having a conversation with the boys and they both look... Well, sorry. Bo looked terrified. It's at bedtime. And Chance looked entirely nonplussed and continued to like... <laughs> Sketch and doodle in his notebook. She's like, he is not listening to me. She's like, anyway, boys, when you are mean to your mom and dad, you hurt me. When you hurt your mom, you hurt granny. And Bo it's had just been... to me that she thinks they care more about hurting granny than hurting mom. No, I think it's the cumulative hurt that oh, is supposed right. to have be more impactful. Than this just... is like a domino effect. Of yeah, hurt. It's like you're not just hurting one person; you're hurting the dynasty. 
hurting everybody. This is like a scene from Encanto. You hurt the family. Yes, exactly. So the only so the end so the end result of this was chance literally in one ear. I don't even think it went in one ear. Bounced off his head, back it reverberated around the room, went out the window. <laughs> Bo, meanwhile, took it upon himself to then come home from school. Oh yeah. And say to the family to announce that Granny, after you gave me that talk, it was so you know, you really showed me, Granny, how, how important it is to be nice to people. So there was a boy in my class who wasn't being nice to another boy. So at three o'clock, I said to him, <laughs> I'm very disappointed in you, Lucas. <laughs> it's not nice how you behave today. And I'm so disappointed in you. He was delighted with himself. All names have been changed. In case you're the parent of a child called Lucas oh, in yeah. Bo's class, that's coincidental. It wasn't Lucas. I don't actually know what the child's name was. But anyway, yeah, Bo is in there. Bo's disappointed now, in him, whatever his name is. I can't even cope with it, right? Like far, far from disappointment, he was very to come home and behave nicely himself. I know he's grand. He has a dote. Anyway, so they're here for six weeks and I'm already enjoying myself so much with them. But the day before they arrived, I had some sad news and I was let go from my job. Is that a correct way to say it? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but sorry. When you started that, I thought you were going to tell a joke. So I was no. getting ready for like raucous laughter. No joke. So Not a joke. So I had to keep that to myself for the full day of their travel. And then when they arrived 36 in, hours. You found out on Monday morning and they didn't arrive till Tuesday night. I found out on Monday morning. Yeah, well, I didn't think there was any point in letting them stew about it on the plane. So when they arrived, they arrived into the kitchen at midnight. Brandon deposited them in here very nicely. And I said, I was a bit hyper at this point. I was like, mom, dad, uh, I've been let go. And they were like, she's joking. Let's just put this in context. I'll put a link in the show notes to our April Fool's Day episode. Beatrice has played oh. a very similar joke on mum and dad more than once. It's where true. She's basically told them she was let go and it's then be like, lol. It's true. And I'll go into more detail at a later date, talk about it in a different episode, but I can't really talk about it anymore right now because I'm still going through it and it's a little bit soon for me. Anyway, so tell mom and dad, they're like, you're joking. I wasn't joking. So anyway, suffice to say, I've been at home nonstop with them. Which is also why you've noticed all these things in the cupboard. Oh, Rosemary, I need such a purge. On the Patreon episode this week, we're going to talk about Marie Kondo, the Marie Kondo method and how she's now changed her tune. Patreon.com slash not without my sister for five euro a month. You get an extra episode each and every, each and every week. And this week's is going to be all about Marie Kondo. Well, and, now, this, and now that we're both full time podcasters, we, we really would appreciate you signing up. Thanks oh, yeah. Very much. God. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be really good. So Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's not funny. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm the only one actually gainfully employed in our entire family now. There are two families. I know. I know. Thanks for that. Sorry. That's exciting for me. Or a massive burden, whichever way you want to look at it. Well, right now, Beatrice, I'm looking on the bright side and I'm thinking, how exciting that I am the more successful sister, very temporarily. So um, all this to say that I have been in very close proximity with these two parents and every now and then you have had them over. And then when they've thought about going over to you, you've even said, no, I'm not in the mood for company today. And I was like, that must be nice. I didn't say I'm not in the mood for company today. Yesterday they said, do you want to come over? And I was like, no, I can't. The baby's going to bed in an hour. They said, you want us to come over to you when you said you were hassled? And you said, no, don't worry about it. And I was like, take that. Oh, sorry. I did really want them to come over, but I knew they hadn't even had their dinner and then I thought I'd have to feed them. You would have had to. Well, they would have brought the dinner. Listen, no, well, listen, nothing. There's no, no obstacle too big that we can't to overcome over. it. Yeah. yeah, I really wanted someone to come over. I was feeling Dad very was even hassled. not drinking wine in case he had to drive. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd say that didn't last long. No, the minute he, he heard your no, he <laughs> glugged a big gallon of wine. Anyway, so mother has already made several comments that are not only untrue, but highly inflammatory. Well, I hadn't even sat down today, Beatrice, but she started into the, I wish your sister would drink her tea while it's still hot. I was she always literally... let it go. You were in the bathroom. Beatrice. I just got into the bathroom. She said, yeah. I'm putting on the kettle. I said, great, I'll go to the bathroom. Yeah. 
and you had not yet emerged, she's like, I wish you'd drink your tea, but it was hot. And I said to her mom, you like making tea for people? <laughs> yeah. And I said, and Beatrice loves receiving tea. And whether or not she drinks it hot, what difference does it make? You've still made it. She's received it with love. She was like, oh, just, just it's such a waste. These tea bags are weird as well because I, I took They're them out of berries. They're not berries because I took them out. Of, I'm, I'm using them at Rosemary. You're doing what? Did you miss the part where I said don't have a job anymore? I found a packet of tea bags as I was clearing out my office. I thought you just ordered a load of berries as well. I did, but Rosemary, I'm saving them now. Oh, fuck's <laughs> I've got to use what I have open. Yeah, I did think it tasted a bit weird. It does taste weird, right? It's very strong. Yeah, don't... I can't believe you're <laughs> saving the berries. For whom? They're just not open, so I'm, I'm using oh, what it's open. I told you already I, listen, this. I told you already I'm using these non-perishables. I'm trying to get the house purged. I know what you mean. I told Brandon the other day that I'm really trying to finish up all of our cosmetics, basically. <gasps> so like all our shampoo and conditioner. I'm trying to go through and finish everything before we move on to the next thing. I said exactly the same thing to Dad. I said I'd buy no more shampoo until every... But now I realise I have no conditioner, so it's a problem. Well, I just ordered some conditioner, but you can't have it. It's mine. But... I shouldn't be allowed home alone because I also started purging the Lego. And it is a nightmare. You haven't purged the Lego. You've started organising the Lego. I suggested you purge the Lego and you wrote back, nope. <laughs> Basically, so Beatrice has been colour has been colour organising the Lego for about a week now, right? Putting the Lego in different bins by colour. Blisters. She's got blisters on the palms of her hands. She can't crawl, but she's trying. Anyway, so she's been colour coding the Lego. And then the other day, after about a week of colour coding, you texted me and you said, oh my God, Don has just found two enormous bins of Lego no, in the basement. he didn't find them. Has just told me of the existence of two enormous Correct. bins of Lego in the basement. And I said... Just give those bins to Goodwill. And she literally writes back, nope. As if the, the whole reason I'm doing this is so we can make some of the sets that we have. Do you know my favourite part of this whole thing was that this was prior to my newfound freedom. Don made the announcement that he thought it would be a good idea for us to colour code the Lego. So he rocks over the other day, stood over me like some kind of... Uh, like Mrs. Trunchbull. Supervisor, yeah. Mrs. Trunchbull is right. And he goes, oh, what a good idea. I was like, what a male comment. What a good idea, my idea, that I won't be. And I said, you could give me a hand here. I said, this was your idea. Was it? Oh, I don't think I'll be doing this. He goes, and then he goes, I'll help it later. Later being when? Anyway, I, I'm like, I'm not even finished. And Fox already enraged me because he's mixing them up because he's daring, he's daring to make things out of the because Lego. Because he's four. It's not it, like Fox is messing things up because he's four. He's making things out of the Lego. How, How dare he? dare he? How dare he? Every time I come in, he's showing me another set. He, <laughs> Mom FaceTimed me last night and Fox grabbed the phone to go down and like wave it around very kind of nauseatingly in front of his Lego to try and show me what he was making. And loudly. Anyway, so, yeah. so I've been doing that. Um, yeah, Mom just... It's like she's really happy until about 7pm when then exhaustion overcomes her and she just gets really crabby and critical. And she said, and I, you know, I, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned this before, but when she was here last time, well, she always goes on about how you've no I, I have no face cloths, right? So I bought her face cloths, which she then didn't use, didn't know they were there, didn't know they were in the drawers. I suppose, you know, I, go, I told you many times. And on about like week five of the six week stay last time. Can I just interrupt really quickly to say, of all the things that you could bring yourself Face cloths are fucking tiny. Pack three in your case. You will never have a problem. Everywhere she goes, she's like, oh, I wish you had a face cloth. Why didn't, I mean, I, like I do have face cloths also, but I'm like, why didn't you bring them? They're not I hard just to pack. find face cloths very gross. The idea, like they seem really unhygienic and I don't know, it's wet, heavy, like gross. Oh, well, I only use mine like once and then wash it. So it kind of defeats the purpose well, of like. mother does not. Oh, no, no, she'd have a face cloth there for a week. Listen, let's not be bitchy. Anyway. Oh. Last time she's here, she starts going, I know she totally would. She said, she starts going to me, um, 
at the very end of the trip, she makes this big Cecil B. DeMille production out of like, well, you know, it's just been very difficult not having a bath mat. I know you all don't believe in bath mats. I'm like, what do you mean I don't believe? That doesn't even make sense, don't believe. They're obviously a thing. Like, I don't have, I'm not in denial of, I said, there are a ton of bath mats upstairs. I know you don't have any. Where, where are they? I go, they're upstairs in the press. Why didn't you take one out? Because just, you don't like them in your house. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to start like causing ructions. I go, what? I go, there are bath mats. So I go, Don, like, where did this come from? Don's like, I don't even know, right? So this time I make sure that there's a bath mat in her press, a bath mat on the floor visible to her, etc. And I go, I go, I hope you're I'm okay. I'm surprised you haven't, like, while she's asleep, gone in and put a bath mat over her head. So annoying. Anyway, I go, are you granted those bath mats? Yes. You know, I know you don't really like bath mats. And I know, yes, I, I have, I have, I am using that bath mat and I know that you don't really like them. I was like, what? Like, what? She was, I, I'm glad. Thanks for getting one for me. I was like, I, how do you not have bath mats, right? Like, how could one not have? She goes, and then she goes, I know that you like to get out and drip all over the bath and I'll drip all over the tiles, but that's not how I like to get dry. I was like, what? The tried and tested method of dripping all over the floor to get dry. I know. You I, love it, Beatrice. I get so enraged. So like my blood just immediately, it goes from calm and like calm and, and doing nothing to pure fire bubbling. And I was like, I, I need to just be like, yeah. Mm-hmm, oh, I got in a rage right. the other day for something similar where she went, I mean, I know you don't like to do this, but I just think blah, blah, blah. And I was immediately like, excuse me, what? And it was something stupid about, like, I know you don't like to make the kids tidy up their toys, but I just think it would make life easier kind of thing. And I'm like, what? Sorry. Have you seen me go, don't worry about that, kids. Leave them in the middle, in the middle of the floor. But like, why does it bother you? Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm going. Why does it bother me? If mom has it in has it in her mind that I am not a believer in bath mats and that I like to drip on the floor. I mean, A, she obviously thinks I'm cracked, but like also fine. You know what you revealed to me the other day then? I said, where did you get this idea that Beatrice doesn't like bath mats? Because I said to her in the house, I said, would you give over about the bath mats? And she goes, I just, I just mean to to bed. And I said, where did you get this idea in a way that Beatrice doesn't like bath mats? She goes, well, Nash takes a shower in our room and he always leaves the floor really wet. So because there's water on the floor, you've then concluded nobody likes bath mats. But this is an old thing. Anyway, so then gets gets more annoying. So then oh. the next day we're downstairs having breakfast and she puts a piece of toast in the toaster and the dishwasher was the dishwasher is not working correctly. So anyway, she opens, she goes, oh, the dishwasher didn't clean and the knives are all dirty. Oh, I don't have any knives. And I said, listen, use the back of this. I said, use this spoon, right? And it has like a very appropriate flat handle on it. And I go, just, I go, listen, just use the spoon. Who cares? I'll put it in the wash afterwards. And she picks it up and she looks at me now with pure concern in her eyes. And she goes, is this what you do here? You use spoons for the butter? And she goes, oh, okay. I, I, I guess I'll use this spoon. I was like, no, you just said the knives are all dirty. Like, I'm just suggesting you use this butter, this not this spoon in the interim. And she's just looking at dad like, oh, look in, what I have to do. So in, in hindsight now, do you think you could have just washed her a knife? I was made on life the other side of the kitchen making breakfast for oh, everybody. Fair. And fair. she's like standing over there beside the toaster. Could she not have washed a knife? She's standing over there. The knives are all she's dirty. A broken wrist, Help me. She's a broken wrist. <laughs> A broken wrist, the same woman who took the two gallon jug of orange juice out of the fridge from a height. You know, the one that's already hard, like it's hard to lift those things. I mean, maybe that's me just having no muscles. Anyway, she lifts it out, not with her healthy hand, with her broken wrist hand. I go, this is very heavy. I go, what are you doing? She's like, I just, doctor said I'm to practice it. I go, what the fuck? We really should film these because your facial expressions as you were saying that were 
gold. Oh, she's driving nuts, honestly. I mean, I love her to bits. And it's also interesting, like, watching the difference between her and dad, right? So dad will cook something. If I say so myself now. Oh, I know. <laughs> a delicious casserole was delicious. <laughs> it was an excellent recipe from Chef John. And mom makes everything so unappealing. So no matter what she makes, like this morning she cut three oh, yeah. slices of lemon cake, presented them to you and you looked delighted. And then she goes... Don't know what went wrong with this. No, no, she didn't say. She said she handed it to me. She goes, "I know a disaster." (laughs) I was like, "What?" (laughs) That's so funny. It's like it makes me think, though, myself about like it's all in the presentation. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. But I mean, like, we've also talked about this loads of times, haven't we? That like a man will make a mistake and be like, oh, well, I should have done that this way. I'll do that better next time. Whereas a woman will make a mistake and go, oh God. A man of a certain age also. Or of a certain, I mean, hashtag not all men. I haven't said it for a long time. You have actually. I said it it about two episodes ago. I'm going to start making a supercut of every single time you say it. I'm going to be like, I'm going to turn into a rap. Do you know what? Maybe we should just make a supercut of you generalizing about men. Let's generalize. No, please don't sing this song men. again. It's desperate as well. Hate oh it. my god! I was just thinking we should sing that at the end of one of our Absolutely episodes. Absolutely hate that song. Have you seen the video? It's very yeah, funny. I watched it and I was like, "That's where I remember when you moved over." And I was like, "I don't get her sense of humor." It's like I think it's oh, it's fuck. I think it's a, it's not that complex. I was like, I feel like I need. <laughs> 
It's not that complex. Oh. You are an absolute bitch. Maybe mom comes over and she sees how mean you are to me and she's like, I better take Beatrice down a peg or two while I'm she here. She definitely does do that. I mean, whether <laughs> for whatever the motivation is, she 100% thinks that. So when I go to bed and I'm like, last night she walked past my bedroom. I was in bed really, I was absolutely wrecked. She walks past my bedroom and she just looks in and I've never seen such a look of disappointment. She goes, <laughs> I go, night mom. She goes, good night. Was it what you donned the cat, the dog and Fox down the end of the bed? <laughs> <laughs> was that her problem? You're such an arsehole. <laughs> no, it was actually just me, the dog, Don and Fox. All right. The cat was oh, nowhere no to cat. be seen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's just as well then. <laughs> it was only like 8.15 and I honestly thought it was about 11pm. They were exhausting me. It's, ex- it's exhausting nonstop. I thought it was exhausting having Fox talk nonstop. But mom also talks nonstop. It's ghastly. I know. And she, as you pointed out yesterday, she loves to open a press, stick her entire head in it and then start a very in-depth conversation. I know. And then be raging when you can't understand. Mom, I can't understand you. Listen, this is what I said. What's the problem? I'm talking at a perfectly normal volume. She also enjoys critiquing the amount of butter I put on anything. Oh, well, sorry. Her, her other big issue when she arrived the, <laughs> the first day I came over here to see her, she went, they really need to have me around because they've got out of the habit of leaving butter out of the fridge. <laughs> Everyone needs to have her around so they can have butter out of the fridge, bath mats. I feel like the amount of butter mom uses on anything, the butter would be entirely oxidised by the time. But that's actually, no, do you know what? She doesn't put out the whole slab of butter. She puts out a tiny portion of butter. And she puts out a bit, yeah. But you know, the other day she was she was buttering a slice of bread with granted some very hard straight from the fridge butter. And she literally beers. I'd say that like if the slice of bread was your hand, right? Mm-hmm. The butter was on that tiny mound on my thumb. That was it. So it was like a pat of butter. On, and I was like, Mom, do you want me to help you? It's fine. That's exactly what, well, I mean, she was using my soft butter yesterday on her piece of toast. And yeah, there were two artistic dots in the middle. I was like, this is like some maybe, kind of modernistic expression. Maybe we should start generalising about mom the way she generalises about us and be like, oh yeah, you don't like butter all over your toast, do you? You just like butter in one part of your toast. <laughs> or like, she actually, but like, or, I, sorry, like I said it all wrong today. Instead of saying, mom, next time you make me a cup of tea, could you make me a whole cup of tea instead of two thirds of a cup of tea? I should have gone, oh yeah, you don't really like filling the whole cup. Sure you don't. Oh my God, 100%. <laughs> do you remember when Dawn first went over to Ireland and after dinner she goes, would anybody like Bailey's? Probably that Bailey's that's been up on the shelf since like 1968. And she doesn't right? believe in refrigerating Bailey's, are But uh, I mean, it's the, I mean, honestly, did we die? She's, she goes, did you die? Did it poison you? It actually always tasted fine except for the weird crust around the top stop, of it. Stop, stop. <laughs> anyway, she pours Dawn a Bailey's and he comes over and he goes, do you think she meant to pour me more? And I go, no. And he goes, thanks, Claire, for the thimble of Bailey's. <laughs> and she was, I mean, he said it as a joke, but she was outraged. She still talks about it in high dudgeon. Uh, Do you remember that time, Don? Thimble, a perfectly reasonable thing at Bailey's. Supposed to be a small shot. Not supposed to be the way you all drink it, like a mug Don. of Bailey's. To be fair, you'd swear that Don is like Lindsay Lohan in that film, Falling for Christmas, when he visited <laughs> Mom and Tats. Because do you remember he went... He, he had to pile up the two mattresses on top of each other because granted, mom and dad like a very firm mattress oh, on a very hard bed. Please. And poor Don's little soft American flesh was not ready for it. Don is such the princess and the pea. I know. And I was like, going, it's grand Don. Like just go, I can't sleep like this. I mean, the other morning I woke up and I had been lying on top of a Duplo, a, bl- <laughs> a brick of Duplo and I hadn't even felt it. <laughs> right? That's how tired I am. <laughs> what are you 
then like the princess and the turnip like oh I didn't yeah. notice oh, that I wouldn't feel it I mean I'd be doomed okay we're going to put you on top of 18 mattresses and there's a pee on the bottom I'd be like good luck sorry Beatrice they could put you on top of 18 mattresses and a bulldozer on the bottom and you'd be like this is comfy I was just about to say they could put me on top of one sheet and I'd be like asleep so no good but sure you felt how soft our bed is must be an American thing like Brandon loves to sleep on that big soft pillow and sure the, sure the stupid bed I mean the two of us are quite heavy as well but the stupid bed now has two complete indentations you can't lie in the middle of it because it's like a big hill Rosemary I would like to point out that I would not I don't think this is an American Irish thing this is a McCabe oh, well, rest yeah. of the world thing I don't think anybody else was forced to sleep on convent style slats like we were and dad keeps threatening to make me a bed no actually I, I, I do appreciate a nice firm bed myself because I was brought up like yeah, that. Yeah, same. Yeah. I like a firm bed and a single pillow. A single, very flat pillow. Yeah, whereas Brandon likes about six pillows and the bed to feel like he's going to sleep in a fluffy cloud. I know. But yeah, Don, I swear to God, Don like swanned into the house and was like, Claire, more Baileys, more mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> he was not. Take that back because he might listen to this. No, but I'm saying in mom's head. Oh, in mom's head. No, Do you in, know what I mean? Lots of things happen in mom's head. I don't even know. The luxury of it. Have you taken dad to Target yet? Is that threatening to buy jeans? Oh Jesus! No, we went to Walmart and had a very relaxing time. Yeah, it was grand. They had well, I I was sent to the hardware store to get nails, and he texted me. And when I came back, he says, "I said, oh, I said, I got these two options. These are masonry. Oh, he's not not American. These are masonry." (laughs) And I go, I go, okay. And he goes, "This is not what you're looking for." And I go, okay. And he goes, "And these are wrong too." And Mom even goes, "Philip, like." You know, be nice. He goes, well, these are all wrong. He goes, oh, did you not ask the guy in the shop, the man? Okay, the man. The assumptions was course, a man, yeah. was a man. And I said, yes, I did. I said, and he had to Google what you were looking. Google? He had to go, what is going on? I'll come with you. So we go to, so he goes to Walmart. They didn't have it. All I'm looking for is him to fix my, shop, my chair. My I know. And he also told me that he asked somebody at Walmart, right? So he went over to the lady, went over to the lady and asked her and she said, sir, all of our whatever nails are over there. And he's basically, she didn't have a clue. You know what I mean? She's just like, whatever's on the shop floor. And I said to him, did you look it up on the website? And he goes, well, I mean, no, I mean, I know exactly what I'm looking for. And I said, yeah, but did you look it up on the Walmart website? It tells you exactly where they are in the store, like exactly which aisle. Oh, does it? I'm like, yeah. Well, so it's no, so future. we went to Walmart and... Mom, sorry, more generalizations. Dad comes back and he goes, oh, yeah, Walmart's very big. The kids were just, you know, running around and they were like, it'd be fine now if the kids weren't throwing things in the trolley every two seconds. Your mom goes, your father has no patience for children. She well, loves the generalization. Well, I mean, <clears throat> it's not 100% untrue. So he, but he also looks very European. I realized like the difference between, so he's wearing his green pea coat and then a long green scarf. And he was wearing kind of a, a tan um, fisherman's hat or whatever you'd oh, call it like oh yeah he loves that hat but he looked just so European it was amazing right I could spot him at a part of the fact that three kids were hanging out of the trolley <laughs> screaming at him as well can we have this grandpa and I was going up and down the aisles it was great but he did he loved it he loved it because he loves all the foreign like the you know the foods you can't get at home or the like the, the oh, different yeah. foods so he was Timber, piling he used to be obsessed on. with beef jerky thank god he's over that phase yeah, now so you're joking there's some in there now oh. he also got uh, what was it he bought mustard oil oh this is my favourite oh he's my like, god he told me this for the stupid fucking Jarjeezy koftas or something Jarjeezy koftas he's making yeah I can't wait to eat them they sound delicious. they actually sound nice anyway he's like he's like can't believe it they don't have it and I go is this what you're looking for literally in like capital letters mustard oil oh <laughs> Oh, good. 
Absolute gobber. So we went to Walmart. We haven't got anywhere else. I was thinking I should bring him a couple of other places, but he's, oh, he came to, he came, he chaperoned me to my office. Oh, that was nice yes, of him. Yes, and sat outside in the car for two hours while I packed up everything. Two hours? Two hours, yeah, while I packed up everything. Oh my God, he sat out in the car sending endless texts, not realising he had no Wi-Fi. Egypt. Well, they all came through later. I don't really understand that because I said to him, can I call you? Do you have Wi-Fi? He said no. And then proceeded to test that theory. So. <laughs> he was like, no, because he didn't want you to call him. But he's like, hey, she doesn't know I do have Wi-Fi, but he didn't. Well, he's been great so far. He's fixed all the kitchen chairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What else has he done? Made 97 meals. Made bread. Oh, made loads of bread. Yeah. Made sourdough. Read several books. Oh, yeah. Read Not, however, Aubrey Gordon's 19 myths about fat people I wouldn't worry about it he read, kin- he, read ki- he read Kindred this is the other part he's reading this book and he's like did you buy this I go yeah for yourself and I go yeah did you know what it was about I go no it's a TV show it's supposed to be very good but it's based on the book the book or the TV show I'm like Jesus Christ I go well, what are you what are you getting at it's very good bitchy I know so bitchy did you buy this? It's yeah. very good. He was like, did you? And he was looking so surprised. But did you buy it for yourself? It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> These little comments. Oh yeah, and then he goes. Honestly, I I couldn't like. Oh, you can see him biting his lips. Well, not he's very. He's doing a really good job because the very first couple of years when we had kids, he would get very involved in like mm-hmm. in you know, giving out to them. And like, I can understand it's super annoying, especially when your grandkids are being bold as brass, you know? Yeah. And he really bites his tongue a lot. But I always think if he started to pick and choose, he'd be shouting all the time. But he goes, um, I said something about the house and like all the things that need to be fixed. Well, I said, you know, wear and tear. Well, I mean, far be it from me to say this now, but if your kids weren't hanging off every doorbell and every everything and trashing the place, the house be perfect. I'm like... That's called fucking wear and tear, Captain. Obvious, like four boys. What I, I don't, and, he, and like they, one of them walks by. I literally at that moment, opens one of the cupboards and kicks it closed with his foot. Dad turns around. He looks like Hoggle out of Labyrinth. You know the eyes. Like, I told you. It's like fuck's sake, Hoggle out of Labyrinth. Yeah, he gave me that absolutely. Oh my god, in that little piece. That's very Hoggle yeah. as well. If you just had some jingly jangly keys hanging off his belt. Well, I mean, if we had any keys for the house, oh, geez, Jesus, they're also like, they're also looking at us going, you're nuts, right? So you are a bit nuts, to be fair, about the keys. Well, I mean, I'm getting a locksmith, but I'm having the doors replaced. Then I'm going to get a locksmith to come and give us all keys, right? So anyway, then Don, so first of all, Sorry, mom starts why, going. But why have you not got a locksmith in the last two years to get keys for the front door even? Because I was like, do I need them, right? <laughs> the shrug. Don's always yes, at home. Yes, you do need keys <laughs> Yeah, I know it would help, but it's just one of those things that I'm like, well, I need to get the doors replaced, so I won't do it because I, I don't want to do it twice. But I haven't, I haven't been organised. But now I've got time on my nothing but time on my hand. It's a blessing, really. I mean, it is. It is a blessing. Anyway, so I go. I'm going to get the. So Mom goes to me. You still not got keys for the house? So we go in and out the garage door, right, and out the back door, and out the, the door is broken. And anyway, anyway, never mind. Get it all fixed. Mom goes, you still don't have a key? No. And then Don comes down the other day and Don is claiming and I, I think he's correct. So I borrowed his credit card a while ago and then I said to him and I remember, I distinctly remember saying, here is your card, Don. I am returning it. Now where I put it at that moment, I have no recollection. I've looked in oh. all my pockets and all my everything, right? He said, so yesterday, Don comes down to the kitchen and I, I could have killed him. He goes, because can I borrow your credit card? And I go, yeah, no problem. And then he goes, you know, I said, you really need to order yourself a replacement. He goes, you know, mom and dad are both standing there looking at me like, what's good? They were just like standing around because we were making tea or whatever. And he goes, 
I don't think we need another one. I'll just, we can just share this. Mom and dad, now I've never seen more scared looking faces. They're like, what's going on? There's, our daughter has no independence. <laughs> she's trapped in this house without a key. Now she's to share her money. Like, what the fuck? Mom's probably like, your sister doesn't believe in keys. Oh my God. <laughs> she probably thinks the sharing of the credit card is so romantic. Oh, she probably oh, does. So I think you nice. should share everything. Yeah, you should share. Why wouldn't you share if you're in love and you're married? Why wouldn't you okay. share everything? Okay, listen, before we wrap up, what's been your favourite moment so far? It was the moment when mom said, I've already told you this, fucking so annoying. I mean, I know that you like to just get out of the shower. No, no. What's been your favourite, what's been your most, your happiest moment with mom and dad so far? I mean, let's let's end on a positive. I didn't mean repeat the bit that you already told me I meant. <laughs> what part have you loved? That's all been nice. Because I gave her a really nice hug today and that was nice. Oh, she is a good one. She kind of looks a bit trapped when hugged. But I didn't, she also I kept my eyes it. closed. Oh, good one. <laughs> uh, my favourite one was last night when she was sitting on the couch under the weight of the three boys. She was sitting on the chair and the three boys were sitting on top of her. Beau was snuggled right into her. Chance was right on top of her, looked really uncomfortable. Oh. And Fox had also inserted himself on her knee and they all looked, they were watching The Simpsons. That's so cute. And they were delighted. That was adorable. Oh, I thought of another cute moment there, but now I've entirely forgotten it. What was it? Oh, sorry. She was playing chasing with Atlas in the house the other day. That was very cute. And he was laughing his head off. Oh my God. He started clapping just yesterday. He's very behind. He started clapping yesterday. And so now when you put on Corey, Corey Carson, when you put on the theme tune, when it goes like Corey Carson, he does a big laugh and claps. It's so cute. So that's not to do with mom. That's been my favorite moment oh with my, my child. Oh my God. You take a video that that does sound cute. It's adorable. Oh, I'll tell you what my favorite moment has been. Is that now... Fox asks Granny and Grandpa to play Lego endless hours of Lego. Well, sorry, just there he asked you. And when you said Granny will, he bawled crying. So I don't think he's quite... No, well, the first few days, those were my favourite things. And my favourite thing was when he said to Grandpa, said, I'll play with you. And he goes, no, Grandpa, you don't understand how to play. Granny does it right. And Grandpa looked raging. (laughs) Oh my God, good, good for mom now. Finally, finally. She's probably like, your father doesn't believe in playing Lego. (laughs) Oh, they're so ridiculous as well. They're like, Fox goes, you be tiny, right? Like this Lego character and I go fine. Right. And, you know, I mean, I understand it with his brothers. It's enraging because like they start playing and Fox goes, no, you need to say this. And you, you know, just like yeah. whatever, right? Like, it's not like I'm truly invested in being yeah, tiny. Yeah, you don't care. So I go, okay. Oh, uh, what will we do now, tiny? Whatever, right? Grandpa, uh, listen, Fox. Fox is four. <laughs> listen, Fox. <laughs> I need to be, you can't tell me exactly what to say. I need to be able to have some autonomy in this. <laughs> so ridiculous. I need to have some autonomy in the Lego. <sighs> Your father doesn't believe in surrendering to children. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. On our Patreon this week, we will be discussing Marie Kondo. And actually last week on our Patreon, we had a bonus episode featuring... Bow, a bonus episode that has actually got the most positive feedback of any bonus episode Aww. we've done so far. So if people on our Patreon could be bothered commenting on other things, that'd be great. Aww. So I feel now like they like Bow better than us. Well, I appreciated all the uh, topic suggestions we got this week. So oh very yeah, helpful. on Instagram. And as always, if you have any topic suggestions, email us, notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. Leave a comment on our Instagram, DM us, whatever, however. However you feel you need to communicate with us. Patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister and we'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. 
Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>